Welcome to the Fit to Be Fathers podcast. The show that discusses parenting tips and tricks, fatherhood experiences, and delicious food, all while trying to maintain that perfect dad bod. Now, now introducing your hosts, Mike Price and Dan Prodsman. Show. What's up, Dan? Glad to uh, have a podcast going again. Yeah, it's been a little while. It's just, I like. I feel like uh, the first day of school jitters. You know what I mean? Like we've been friends for a long time, but it's like, hey, let's do a podcast, and it's like, dun, dun, dun. I know. Like, <laughs> like you're on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Like after you go through down. like the thirty-two thousand dollar question. All I know is uh, it's been it's been years now since we've had our other podcasts. Yeah, so we uh, we did one before. Uh, it was a lot of fun, big success, and uh, I'm glad to have another one going since uh, a lot of the guys from two part American, one part Irish kind of fell off with uh, kind of exactly the topic we're going to be getting into in this podcast. What is that topic, so, Dan? Uh, that would be having children uh, and becoming fathers. So um, Paul already was, uh, but he's now a recently <laughs> new father again. So congratulations. 17 years later. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah. So welcome to the show. Uh, this is our first episode again. We're uh, Mike and Dan. We've been friends for about eight years. We got into uh, first meeting each other with a thing called CrossFit. CrossFit, um, and that pretty much dominated our lives for a long time, two to four years. Yeah, a long so, time. Um, yeah, that was uh, was a lot of fun. Yeah, we did we did CrossFit for like you said, like two to four years, and then for whatever reason, I decided to uh, I don't know wise up and start a family and you know so there's you have a kid and then you just is like oh the kid is first now and you put everything else behind you and then two years goes by and then you know my youngest just turned one so now i'm two kids in and i'm looking at myself in the mirror and like oh man i i really let myself go and i thought i let myself go <laughs> before so funny because you say why is up but i also feel like it was one of those things where yeah i'll just i'll just bounce right back in this yeah, once oh, I yeah have of course right no problem right and uh, i'll have all the time in the world absolutely uh how did that go for you um uh well it it didn't <laughs> that, that well huh? <laughs> yeah, it didn't yeah um you know i think any dad or parent for that matter will tell you um having a child is the is the best and worst thing of your life Wow. <laughs> and anybody that has a child knows like they're, they are amazing things. The whole process is amazing that your, your wife or spouse, you know, goes through this transformation and grows a human being. And then this, this boy or girl, this little baby comes out and starts to cry. And, and it's just like, you're like, wow, I, you know, I'm getting goosebumps talking about it. It's <laughs> like, you know, it, it's like, you created that and then for the rest of your life because you know you would hope you out your kids outlive you you're responsible for taking care of that child and making them successful and making them a better version of yourself and like it's it's amazing and then <laughs> your kids do things where you're just like man i'm ready to put you through all kinds of sheetrock in the house because I cannot handle you right now. <laughs> well, considering uh, I've been watching one grow for the last nine months now, and we're, uh, we're at this point four or five days past due date. Yeah. Yeah, I'd, I'd say uh, I'm experiencing all those emotions for the very first time. So, uh, 
this was part of the kind of mindset around putting this show together was, you know, going through becoming a new father mm -hmm. after, you know, you yourself already having two kids now, um, and you have a different little age gap than I have obviously to, sure. uh, really work on that experience. So yeah, I, uh, I'm literally counting down the hours slash days. You're, till... you're the last one in the group to have one. I know. I know. <laughs> Tell me about it. It's, uh, it's been a whirlwind. It's been a wild ride. And, um, she's been a trooper the whole time. She's yeah, had a, she's she's had a really good time. And, um, all, all except for falling the other night while walking the dog and scared me half to death. But I think that's uh, that's step one to becoming a father and realizing. Let's preface. Let's preface this with she is fine. Yes. we're laughing about it now, and I laugh because I have a couple of stories of my own. But so so I come over, you know, yesterday to work out with you, and you're like, uh, you'll never believe what happened. So so go ahead and, and take it away. Oh yeah, so I'm I'm mid workout trying to get ahead of knowing how difficult these next days are going to be and trying to get a, a good, good lift in my phone rings and it's my wife. And she, she just literally says two words. I fell and she's just crying and hangs up the phone. <laughs> and I'm like, Wait, she just hangs up. It, just, it just that's either it. hung up or phone dropped or whatever. <laughs> and I'm just like, I have two words to go on. I don't know where she is. Right. I don't know what happened. So I dart in the house, you know, and feel this new sense of fear that I have sure. not felt before. Wow. Cause this is that first time where you're like, everyone tells you your job is to just keep it alive. And yeah. You're just like, yeah. Oh my God, here it is. Right. So after running through the entire house, Realizing she was not inside, um, <laughs> you're, finally run outside. You're yelling in the house and you don't hear anything, now, so you're thinking the worst. Now I'm thinking the absolute worst. And um, opened the door and sure enough, there she is. She was walking the dog and uh, tripped on a, a pothole in the ground. Oh and, my gosh. Uh, thankfully caught herself on her knees and her hands and unfortunately her jaw. Um, <laughs> but lucky for everybody, the uh, the belly and baby were safe. Oh. So we can laugh about it now. Yeah. At the same time, um, yeah, I mean, I'm sure people out there had similar instances. It, it's funny. We, we called two or three people right after it happened, and their response was, oh, yeah, we had that too. Yeah. I mean, it's just you can just now start sharing in these stories, which, again, goes back to more of the reason for this podcast right. was, hey, you know, we have some stories that would be great to share with others. Others may be able to contribute to, you know, from their stories to us, and we can use this as a dialogue sure. to learn from each other and to build experiences with shared experiences, all in trying to better ourselves as parents Absolutely. and better the lives of the kids that we're raising. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Uh, so the 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 one that sticks out to me with with my uh, with my youngest or my my most recent. Well, yeah, my youngest. Yeah, my uh, most both recent. Of them. Both. <laughs> it's all in the same. They are. They are one of the yeah, same. Yeah, baby B, as we call him. Uh, he was. So, well, let me preface this with, I'm a boy dad. So we have, we have two boys and, uh, quickly after this is a little sidebar, probably two months into us having two boys, I get the proverbial, uh, from, from my wife. She's like, uh, Hey, we're done. I'm like, what does that mean? <laughs> she's uh, like, I'm like, I'm like, like you and me, like, are we cool? Like the store is closed. Yeah. No, she's like, no, we're done. Like with kids. I'm like, oh, oh yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm right there with you. She's like, no, no, like we're done. Like, why don't you call and uh, make an appointment? I'm like, oh, yeah, uh, this is not a discussion. This no, is, this is being told. Yeah. She's yeah. like, yeah, you can, you can, you can go get a vasectomy or you can, you know, wrap it up for the rest. And I'm like, I'll call and <laughs> make an appointment. So, 
um, you know, called the people at Chesapeake Urology. Very nice people. Got it done. It. Not that we're going to get into it too too deep, but it was it was an experience. I'm glad it's done. You know, hopefully it doesn't, you know, there's always a very slight outside chance that it, it reverses somehow. Well, unless she wants to have more and makes you reverse it. <laughs> right, exactly. Snap. Right. So that, you know, we're all we're all done with that. But so to go back to my story, this may have been maybe been before, maybe just shortly after uh, B was born. He may have been a month or two. Uh, no, actually, I lied. He was probably six months or so. So I'm at work. Um, I, you know, I have the luxury of having a, a take-home vehicle. So I just left for the day. And where I report uh, at, at my house was probably no more than like 10 or 15 minutes away. So I, too, at work, she calls me. And it's, you know, early, earlier than she normally calls. And I'm like, hmm, that's interesting. So the only thing I hear is the baby fell out of the bed and click. I'm like, there it is. That that mysterious <laughs> hang up. Just the hang up. After an emergency, three words. Like it's a prank call or something. So I just, you know, I just drive Mach 10 to home. I walk inside. I hear somebody crying and it's my wife sobbing on the bed. And I go into the bedroom and the baby's got a big knot on his head, but he smiles at me. I'm like, is everything okay? She's like, I am such a bad mom. I turned my back for a second. I'm like, you're not a bad mom. Relax. Like, you know, yeah. mistakes happen. Kids are resilient. Kids are resilient. I, I called a good buddy of mine that's an ER doctor and, you know, kind of WebMD'd it. And, he, you know, he's fine now. But my oldest puts him through way worse than falling out of the bed and, and hitting his head at this point. But it's just one of those things. Like you said, it just our 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 wives are just people that just say two words and hang up the phone and yeah. <laughs> that that's it <laughs> i mean I, and, and i mean obviously just the emotions and fear they feel after sure caring for nine months and right. it's just you know the amount of personal investment and just attachment and control that they've, they've had to have for something to happen now that's outside their control it's it i'm sure it's just terrifying so well, you know i told uh, yeah. her i'm like look this this is number two. Like we have one, <laughs> so it's it's fine. You know what I mean? It's we have one already, so it's not that big of a deal. Oh God, that's <laughs> well, uh, all I know is I am I'm still going through all those pre-phase emotions. So um, I I for the last couple of days that we've been hanging out because I've had the opportunity to not have to be at work, so we hung out a lot more. I I've seen you, whether you mean it or not visibly on your face go through like all of the emotions i can see your wheels turning and i can see you're thinking about like everything and everything. trying to over prepare and and wonder and, and this and it, like, it's that weird sense of trying to prepare for everything at the same time trying to be open and spontaneous and not preparing for anything knowing that it's un you, you really can't prepare for the unpreparable right so obviously there's things within your control within your preparedness and we're doing all those things and, and she's just been incredible with everything. So um, she's really taken a lot of the work off me for this whole thing. I've been traveling a lot this year for work. So it's been a, it's been a whirlwind all leading up to the end of a, a busy year at the same time, knowing that her birth is around the corner. Um, and it's funny because I, you know, things hit you in different phases. Right? Sure. So of course. Um, the first, I kept waiting for it to like hit me. And I, I don't know if you other guys out there have experienced before either, where 
you're just waiting for that moment of, okay, when is it going to sink in? Mm -hmm. When is it going to hit me and, and me realize like this is coming? Right. I think the first time was I had another friend who was due the same day as us and she had her baby five weeks early. <laughs> and I, I looked, I looked at my wife and I'm like, wait, this can happen. And she's like, are you kidding? No, I'm not. I, I, I don't, I, this is your first time. You're more interconnected with it than I am. I, right. I don't know how this works. And she's like, yeah, literally it could be any time. And it just, I mean, just clicked. And I'm like, oh my God, I have to be ready now for like this committee time. Sometimes, so, sometimes you're at the beach, uh, staying with some friends and, uh, your wife is due in five weeks and she wakes you up in the middle of the night and says, she goes to the bathroom and she says, Hey babe, after waking me up, I'm leaking. <laughs> and I'm like, what do you mean? She's like, I'm leaking. So we woke up the, the friends that we were staying with. And, uh, you know, five weeks early, my, my firstborn CJ came. So anything can happen. Yeah. Well, I would say the second time it really hit me and sunk in. Um, and again, it's so funny how it's different for each person. You yeah. don't know when it's going to hit you. My wife asked me to go change the laundry over. So I get under the dryer and I opened it up and put the basket next to it to put dump all the clothes in. And I look inside and my I just froze. And I'm like, the dryer shrunk all our clothes. <laughs> like, oh my God. It shrunk everything. <laughs> And I saw this huge wad of like white and pink lint. And I'm like, whose clothes are these? And then it just had no it just, idea. It just hit me like that thousand yard stare yeah. moment in movies where it just zooms out and zooms in. You're right. just like, oh my God, these are for a human that we're bringing into this world that's about to live in this house that I'm going to be responsible for. Yeah. And oh my God, she have a lot of clothes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh my God. It, and it just, I walked upstairs and. Honestly, it's like I saw a ghost. Sure. My wife's just like, "What? What's wrong?" I'm like, "I didn't say anything," and she's like, "All right, you're being overdramatic. What's wrong?" And then she started getting worried. It's like, "What's wrong?" I'm just like, "They're so small. <laughs> they're so small, <laughs> and there's so many of them." She's like, "What are you talking about?" I was like, "The clothes, the baby clothes. Oh my god, we're having a baby." <laughs> she's, like, she's like, "Yes, welcome, you welcome to present day, Dan. I, welcome to months. present day, right?" And you're now just hit. It's now just hitting you. And right. yeah, I would say you just never know what it's going to be. It could yeah. be week one. It could be sure. after it's after it's born. So um, yeah, we'll be a team girl dad over here. So we're on alternate sides of the playing mm -hmm. field here, uh, which make fun for some fun, interesting conversations as we go along. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, I would say what I'm interested to talk about today, kind of as a first episode, as we're mentally preparing and physically preparing, would be what are the key things that I should bring to the hospital with me um, from your experience that, that you've seen, and then kind of, I guess, run me through, I guess, your experiences during both your births. Sure. Um, my, well, we'll, my, we'll... my wife's births. Well, I mean, you could take credit for some. So, <laughs> I yes. did some of the some, some of the for some of the work, right? But but for our listeners and, and for myself, obviously too, it's you know the role we play. Sure, right. I want to. I just want to cover that aspect of you know the important role and, and what we can provide, what we yeah. can do, how we make it easiest for our wives. Sure, uh, going through this new uh, this new adventure. Yeah. So 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 baby one with CJ, um, we had nothing. We didn't have anything. We were, you just, we were five weeks away and we were like, I was like, so 
I'm a, I would say I'm so a, obviously you can get it done with minimal. Yes. Right. I, I'm a very fly by the seat of my pants. Like to be prepared, but don't like to just have things just waiting around. Yeah. So, you know, we'll go to the beach and we're like, all right, you know, we'll be fine. We'll go to the beach. We'll come back. Got a couple of weeks. Then we'll get everything together and we'd be good to go. So for the, for the first baby, we had nothing like nothing at all. And uh, luckily, we have really good friends that caught our grass, bought us a, <laughs> bought us a, a car seat to put it in our car. Like, <laughs> you know, we we didn't have anything packed bags for us. So like, and that was it was such an interesting experience, um, you know, with with the first one because, you know, you you always remember the first one, and if you only have one, you know, that you you'll always remember that, right? And and he was he was five weeks early he was a little on the smaller side he was still is <laughs> look we're not <laughs> we're we're not giant people like you and your wife so yes you, yes. you know it, it, it is he's i'm always... expecting she's gonna come out like me <laughs> like, uh, one of the one of her baby showers the they had to guess like the height right and someone guessed 24 inches and she's like there's no such thing as a 24 inch baby and then she just had a friend had one yesterday 23 and a half oh my god and i'm like yeah i, I could see this one being like 12 pounds 24 <laughs> inches and just being a massive baby and it's so, um, it's amazing what the woman's body goes uh, through yeah so you know he was on the smaller side we thought he was gonna have to stay in the NICU and 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 you know be in there because he was premature and this and that and he was you know he he was resilient and never went in the NICU and we were only in there for a couple of days so with um you know with the first one we didn't have anything packed so then when when the second one came around um <laughs> when we were like you know eight weeks away from from mm -hmm. the due date we got everything ready i'm sure we it, we were just your, uh, ready to go both vehicles had go bags like everything was good luckily because we had we were having another boy we had to do very minimal to get to get ready you know we we switched cj into his big boy room right and from already having a boy right yeah. and, and and baby b went into into the to the nursery and it was it was great for us so um you know so then we we had i think i i want to say hillary my wife was maybe a week or two early i can't i honestly can't remember it's really really terrible that i don't remember when. well you said you remember your first one so you didn't say much about right, the second. Right. <laughs> so the you know we baby b came and um she was pretty much like i think she was on time he was you know a couple pounds uh bigger he was um he was a little bit more proportional mm -hmm. but he had some sort of episode where he he aspirated and stopped breathing and then was in the NICU for for two weeks yeah and, and that's that's where i mean just just it, it it's it was it this, was this, this this being prepared for the unprepared kind of thing because it's just like you you just realize that you have no control no control so where we think we may be moving in for two days we could be in the hospital for weeks we were back and forth for two weeks and it, yeah. it was it was the the worst feeling in the world knowing that our child was in much better shape than you know because you have to walk through the NICU to to get to your child so you see all these little babies on ventilators and like mm -hmm. and incub like incubation like pods or it, it it's it is rough but you know both both healthy both both doing well right and that's the other thing like you, you'll hear 
people say like the first couple weeks of the first month of having a child is like it's survival mode. Yeah. Just keeping it alive. Just keeping it alive, sleeping whenever, mm-hmm. you know, at, at one piece of advice I can give you to, to, to help your wife is to just to be there when she needs you. And to also know, even if she doesn't need you, just letting her know, Hey, I can, I, I, I'm, I got this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I can, I, if, if she's breastfeeding, putting, if she's pumping, putting the milk in a bottle and say, Hey, go get an hour. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Go, go, go unplug or reset because you know, the, the, the mom does all the work pretty much. Right. And as dads, the only thing that we can do is just help, um, help them through the process and be as helpful and resourceful as we can. So that's, so that's once you get home uh, and, right. and really good advice. And I think just being there right. and being there is a big part of it. Right. So for, for, for those listening who are either packing a bag now because they've just found this episode and uh, are interested in it, what are, what would you say are maybe your top five things that you would suggest or recommend that, Hey, I wish we had these for the first one sure. and or the second one. Um, Cause I've heard a bunch of different so, things recently. So for, for you as the parents or for just everything? I would say so. Uh, I mean, you could do you could do a combination, but just in general, so like, what are some things so that like, you shouldn't you should definitely bring with you, make it easier, make it more enjoyable, make it just Yeah, so there. for at least for us and you're very similar to me, bring a a couple extra set of clothes. Yeah. Sweating through shirts, like just changing your outfit to just not feel gross for yeah. whatever reason, like for your psyche, it's just like when you when you feel gross, like your wife's gonna feel even worse because she's in a hospital <laughs> hospital gown and mm-hmm. just you know. But like you know, do do the the little things that put you in a good mindset because you know when she's pushing or whatever, you need to be there. You need to be there in the moment with her to help her along. Yeah. So like making sure you're comfortable as kind of as as it sounds a little selfish. Sure. But. If you're in a good space, it's good. Those vibes are going to go to her and hopefully relax her. But I think it's important to note, and especially for this podcast, for this audience, for this these kind of topics, I think we're going to talk about a lot of things down the line that you could consider selfish, but I think are important for the self. Kind of back to if we don't take care of ourselves, no one else is going to. So yeah. I think it's important to kind of draw the line in the sand of sure. selfish for personal gain or, mm-hmm. um, you know, trying to be better than others versus selfish of look, you have to do this for you yeah. so that you can be better for others. Mm-hmm. Yep. So. And that goes back to my point of, you know, when, when, when you get home and I, and you know, I'll, I'll go back to what to bring, but when you get home and telling her, Hey, take a couple minutes for yourself, you know, she needs to, um, she needs to take that time to, to recharge whether she says I'm good or not, she needs that. But I would definitely bring like four or five outfits. Yeah. For your like kid. Just, be, oh, for the kid. Yes. For the kid, okay. because your wife so for you. is is going to want to take pictures, and they're gonna take the man. I wish I would have brought this, or I would have brought that, and you're gonna you're gonna be ready to go. You're you're gonna yeah. you're gonna be packed. You're gonna have have. I think she's got probably seven outfits packed with because. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Right. Exactly. You're, it, exactly. But the I one mean, thing I will say. Yeah. And all hospitals, and I think you're going to be at the same hospital that mine were delivered at. Take advantage of 
what the hospital gives you. They don't yeah. care. They give you diapers and formula and and creams and and blank. Mm. Just take advantage of that sure. and and don't be afraid to ask if if you need something or you need more. Um, so <clears throat> from like the perspective of like diapers and wipes and like that kind of you don't you don't necessarily need to pack that kind of stuff because the hospital has all of that. Yeah. Um, but definitely bring clothes. So clothes for you, four or five outfits that you get for the cat, for the kid, for yeah. whatever photo shoot they want. For, yeah. All right. Make sure you have obviously like your car seat. Make yeah. sure your car seat and your base are installed, and you know how to work it properly, because the hospital's gonna see you. So part of it is the hospital does a car seat check to make sure that your baby is you know okay in the car seat and, and can go home, but then. The other part of it is is going to be they're just going to hand you the baby and say, "All right, good luck, good luck." And if you're sitting there trying to figure out how to put this kid in the car, you're like, uh, "Hey, uh, Mr. Protzman, why don't you just bring him on back?" And yeah. you know, um, but they also do. I think this most recent one, um, they give you the option of doing like um, some some like uh, videos on like um, child child first aid like cpr and first aid and that kind of stuff which is which is not it's not a bad thing to know how to do that sure in a in a high stress situation but knowing how to you know have your car seat have your base but because of this time of the year i would say have the the um the cover for the car seat Mm -hmm. like the winter cover because it's it's probably going to be cold sure so having kind of like that winter cover on the car seat it's, it's probably a good thing. Okay. Um, what about for like? I would. I was gonna say bring snacks. Yeah. Bring bring like snacks or like, um, you know, cold brew or like because at the end of the day you're gonna be at the hospital. So you're gonna say cold beer. I'm like, wow. That's <laughs> cold beer too. You know, you can bring I cold like beer. Um, but like cold brew or monsters or, or whatever. Sure. You know what I mean? Because sure. at the end of the day, drink. you're you're at the you're at the mercy of the hospital now sure. with with COVID and everything going on. Things. And, you know, it's been a year since year plus since we've been there, but mm-hmm. we had hospital food and it just, it's like cafeteria lunch. It's just, it's okay. Yep. But, you know, I know you as well as I, sometimes we stress eat and just to have snacks, just to kind of pass some time. It's, sure. it's not a bad thing. Yeah. Um, I was going to say we have the iPad loaded with a couple of movies. Too, iPad, to iPad movies, chargers. I yep. mean, you kind of like, you kind of like prepare and bring like you're going on vacation yeah but then when you go home from vacation it's like uh a whole excuse, bunch of excuse me sir um you're not getting your security deposit back and here's your <laughs> here's your child that you need to take care of now all right so one more thing what's one more thing that you would say and maybe this is something let's be selfish so something sure. for the dad so what's something that the dad pillow. should bring pillow pillow okay. Bring, bring, bring your pillow that you like to, well, and, and like CPAP, like yeah. thing like that. Cause you're going to sleep there, but, yeah. but no, as a dad or not the one delivering, you're going to be in an uncomfortable you're the afterthought. chair. You're going to be in a recline. You may not even sleep, but yeah. bring something like from home that relaxes you. So that, comfort. that can comfort you to just, you know, if you get, if you get time to just, you know, catch a couple minutes you can catch a couple minutes so perfect yeah okay good to know um all right so we'll reach this recap the list so clothes for you 
um, kind of, again, being that selfish a little bit, you're going to feel better in the moment. Um, yep. If you feel good, she'll feel good. Uh, four or five outfits for the for the baby for the photo shoots. Um, car seat, I think we have ours installed already. It took some, I'm not going to lie, it took some time figuring that thing out. Yes. Um, that's not, it, it's no joke. And they make them, ironically enough, they make them super easy once you know how to use them. Well, it's one of those things where there's simplicity to the point of complication. Right. And I think it's it's so simple that you overthink it. Yes. And then you try to make it harder than it is. Right. And then when you realize, oh, it's just literally these two levers. You cannot pull those stupid straps hard no, enough, man. No, and put your weight in the in the carrier and pull as hard as you can. You just realize like it is what it is. Yes. So yes. get it on with it. Yes. Um, snacks and then um, uh, a pillow for, for just basic comfort. So yeah. that's good. Okay. Um, so one of the things we've talked about is uh, doing a section called Rad Dad Review, where we um, each each episode will we'll pick something from either our recent experience or maybe something we've purchased or sure. been gifted sure. to kind of talk about. Um, so we'll start probably start that next episode. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and dig in there. Um, but uh, bottom line, we're looking to kind of just continue these kind of conversations uh, as we troll down the life path of fatherhood. Uh, as we kind of learn more about uh, becoming dads, as well as, you know, taking time for ourselves to mm -hmm. concentrate on diet, on fitness, um, on really doing yourself right by your body and your mind so that you can be there and be present for your family for the long run. Absolutely. So, yeah, um, we, we uh, you and I, we could spend hours talking about fitness and sports and, and so many other things. So we're, we're very, um, we're very excited to, to you know, see where, where the, the olive branch of, of this thing goes. Um, because there's, there's, you know, being a dad, there's, there's so many, um, levels and facets to it. And there's just, there's so much to talk about. So I, I'm, I'm excited. Like, like I said, I feel I, like, I feel like the first, first day of school. school. Yeah. It's, it's great. And, uh, I'll have my homework done by the next time we get here. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> uh, by having our new child. Right. So, uh, some more to come on that. Uh, thanks for listening for our first episode of Fit to Be Fathers, and uh, we will talk to you next time.